Hi, everyone. It's Lauren and Mike from Nixon versus Kennedy. If you've been listening to our podcast online, you know that we're housed on the Noise Picnic website. And Noise Picnic is hosting a podcast festival at the Phoenix Theater in Minneapolis on August 28th and August 29th. That's right. We're going to be on Saturday, August 29th at 8.30 p.m. Um, Also joining us on Friday is going to be Regret Labs, Cold Read Podcast, Double Bill. And then on Saturday is Next Step Bat, as well as Twin City Song Story. So all of your favorites are going to be there. All of the proceeds for this podcast will go to charity. Um, and if you buy tickets, you can buy individually per show. And you can also buy for the whole weekend. And if you do that, then you'll get a free meal. Uh, a night. A free meal a night. A free meal per night. Wow. What a treat. Come support some live podcast comedy. It's going to be really awesome. So check out the link below and enjoy the show. Alright, little Susie, here's a lollipop. You go home now, okay? Lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, 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 lollipop. And she just really wasn't a good fit, you know? After the fifth time of saying, it's Brian with an I, not with a Y, Karen, I just, I just had to let her go. That's totally understandable. People always get my name wrong. It's like, Cindy is not a difficult Anyways, name. this is your desk. Uh, we got it set up for you with everything you need. A keyboard, stopper pedal, tape player, just about all a temporary transcriptionist would ask for. It's a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. Well, anyways, here's your first few assignments. If you need anything, just uh, let me know. Thank you, Brian, uh, with an I. Ah! (laughs) I knew there was something I liked about you, Cindy. With an I. Oh, and a Y. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, Cindy, first day on the job, and everything is going great. Move to the big city. Nobody knows that you killed a guy, and nobody needs to know. Just do a good job, and things will turn out great. So, let's get started. Tape in player. Headphones on head. Pointer fingers on F and J. And play. Project number 48. Tape number one. That does that doesn't seem right. Should I Am I supposed to be typing this? Fart. 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 Uh, hey Brian! Yeah, Sandy, what can I do for you? Uh I, I think there might be something wrong with my tape. Oh, yeah, it's probably just the machine. It's kinda old. Here, let me uh, That should do it. Now be sure to write everything down exactly. As you hear it. Right, like a transcriptionist would. (laughs) Exactly! Glad to hear you're getting it. You just let me know if you need anything else, all right? Okay. Okay. Let's give this another shot. I don't want another McDonald's massacre on my hands again, so put your nose to the grindstone. 
the carburetor is a fundamental part of the mechanics with which the diagnostics of the All machine's right. internal now mechanism, we're cooking with gas. the directing flow between the operation of the overall transit locomotion between the combination of levers and pulleys designed to reignite the system, which powers the engine into a... Is this... part? Hey, Brian! Yeah, Cassidy. Uh, it's Cindy. Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's just, well, there's a lot of extra noises besides the speaker on this tape. Extra noises? You mean besides the soothing sounds of technical jargon? Well, um, could you just take a listen? Certainly. Uh, headphones go on ear. Okay. All right, Cynthia, I'm ready for you to press play. All right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I see what the problem is, Samantha. The soft noise in the background is called static. Sir, with all due respect... Hold on, I I can't hear you. I'm wearing headphones. I didn't hear any static on the machine. I think it's a defective tape. I see, I see. This may have been too difficult of a task to start you off with. It is your first day, after all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll give you one of the simpler tapes. Here, this is Eddie Van Halen's audiobook on tape. It's just a list of every city he's ever been to, so it shouldn't be that hard to keep up with. That sounds perfect. Thank you, Brian. Sure thing, Diana. Uh, All right, Cindy. You got this. Just remember what Dr. Lancaster said. A good day's work is its own reward, so why don't you put down your crossbow? Okay. Chapter 6 of Hell in a Van, the Eddie... The Eddie Van Halen story. As read by noted British dude, Alan Rickman... That month we were in Indiana. First we went to Fort Wayne, then Bloomington, then we went to Gary. After that we went to Evansville, then back to Gary because I lost my hat. Then we went to Lafayette. We stayed in Muncie for a good week, maybe a little less. Then I thought we were in Michigan, but it turns out it was just Gary again. Hold on a sec, I got to... And then it's fart, fart, fart. And then it's just six pages of F's, four pages of A's, two of R's, and then a single T. Yes, that's right. I didn't know if there was an onomatopoetic way to spell fart. I just don't understand. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, if there was a phonetic difference between regular farts and, like, wet farts. No, no. I don't understand why you turn three binders full of variations on the word fart instead of three different assignments that I gave you. Well, I admitted I was a little confused by it, too, but I thought maybe that was just Mr. Van Halen's style of writing. I mean, I never really listened to his music, but from what I've heard, it's not so far off. And I thought the other two were maybe medical accounts of different types of farts. I'm sorry, but I don't see much humor in this. I may come off as a likable guy, but we here at Brian Butzheimer's Transcriptionist Emporium take our work seriously. Brian, please, if you just take a listen to the tape. I don't want to hear it, Cindy. Oh, now you get my name right. That's it. You're fired. I'm fired. I'm fired. Oh, that's rich. That is rich. You think I'm fired? That's really rich, Brian. Ha ha ha. You just wait. You'll see who's fired. Say hello to my little friend. 
Cindy then takes out a flamethrower and torches the whole place, and women are vindicated everywhere at the end. So, what do you think? I'm gonna be honest with you, Cindy. This is the best transcription of a sketch I've ever read. You've got the job! Oh, thank you! Thank you, Brian! You will not regret this. So long as you don't burn down the place, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Ghost Brigade. My name is Hilda. I'm joined by my fellow investigator, Herman Hunter. Sup? A man who is more stone than man and more hair than stone. And the only person I trust to put themselves between me and danger. Together, we will travel to the most ghost-infected areas of the contiguous United States searching for truth and ghosts. We're in eastern Pennsylvania, the ghost capital of the world, to explore spectral haunting happening in a two-story condo. We got a call from Craig Turner, who's been experiencing otherworldly phenomena ever since his wife died. Yo, hi guys, come in. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, you're taller in person. Thanks. Thanks. My wife Candace died about three years ago. We were high school sweethearts. She was driving a Kia Sorento when an escaped cougar from a nearby zoo ran into the middle of the highway. She veered off the road and into a tree. Luckily, her airbags deployed and she was able to catch a ride home safely. A year later, she was eaten by a shark. Craig, is there any possibility that Candace has unfinished business in this mortal realm? Nothing I can think of. She was just really sweet and kind and funny. I miss her very much. You heard it here first. A disimpassioned woman. What? A man caught up in his woodworking activities to make love to his wife. What? A marriage doomed to fail, resulting in the most extreme haunting since J. Edgar Hoover's old haunted shed. None of that is true. Classic haunting scenario. No, it's not. Unfortunately for us, ghosts don't come out during the day, so we'll have to wait until midnight to see if we can sense any spectral activity. Did, uh, do you, do you just want to stay here until then? Thanks, bro. Mind if I take a shower? We're here in the bedroom, the most likely location for a haunting. Now I'm using a Sony quad-core inverticulated EMF reader that measures for electromagnetic hotspots. Now originally, EMF readers were invented to deter water from coming onto the land. Hilda, wait! Did you hear that? What? Play that back. Holy shit. Holy fucking shit! Play it again! Fuck! That is some real fucking shit! Fuck turd nuggets! Cursing! Oh man, I'm cursing so fucking loudly! Fuck! Herman, look behind you on that wall! What the fuck is that? There's words writing themselves across the wall! What does it say? Get out! Seriously, go away! You are dumb and gross and butts! Candace! Candace, did you graffiti this wall? Candace, no one's mad. Also, no one is butts. We've equipped this room with state-of-the-art battery-powered scopic night vision cameras. Not getting any reading. Candace! Candace, we know you're here. Candace, no one's mad. We just want to talk. We found the porn in the closet, but we won't tell Craig. It's natural to be curious about that kind of thing. It's 2015. All sexuality is fluid. You'd love it. I myself have had many confusing sexual encounters. Candace, repeat yourself. Candace, are you trying to tell us where you hid the rest of your porn? What was that? Uh, oh. Oh, oh, did you feel that? 
Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so horny all of a sudden. Oh, I can feel sexy energy in here forcing us to feel horny. There's an invisible force. Oh, that's physically pushing me closer to your mouth. What do you want from us, Candace? Do you want me to rip off Herman's Ed Hardy shirt and teach him the erotic kissing technique I learned in Cosmo that uses fire? Is this what you want, Candace? Do you want me to just put my mouth all over Hilda's mouth like a salamander with nothing to lose? Fine! Oh, God. Damn. We lost her. We're back. And now we're uh, back with Craig in the kitchen to see if we can contact Candace directly. This kitchen holds special significance because Candace used to love to cook. No. No, she didn't. This is just the room with the most chairs. Craig, we've lit our most ethereal candles and we're burning our most inviting sage. Please grasp my hand. Candace, we gather here today to seek your wisdom. To hear your truths. To find more of your porn. What? No, Candace, sweetheart, I miss you. Are you there? Candace, baby? I'm here. Candace! I'm here to tell you something. Candace, sweetheart, what is it? I like. What? I like to. Yes? I like to fly planes! What? Wee! God damn it! It's Amelia Earhart again. Why must you keep tormenting us? Who is that? It's Amelia Earhart. If we're honest with you, she's been the only ghost that we've managed to contact so far. I thought you said that you've successfully contacted dozens of ghosts. No, we've successfully, dozens of times, contacted a ghost. Amelia Earhart's ghost. Uh, she's not so bad. She won't tell us where she crashed, but she does have some great limericks. Get the f*** out of my house! Kaboom! Well, that was another episode of Ghost Brigade. I'm Herman Hunter. And I'm Hilda Olofsson, and remember, there are some things that go bump in the night. But they're probably just Amelia Earhart. But if they're not, call us!